are now listening to the Sooner Surge. Clear out! Clear out! All right, everyone. Welcome back to the Sooner Surge for another uh, podcast. Today, we're going to talk about some of the stuff we've heard with the uh, summer winter workouts. Uh, we're going to talk about basketball. Just came off a loss to Baylor yesterday. Another close loss. We'll talk about that. Uh, at the time we're recording this, we're about two hours uh, or so until the Dallas Cowboys play. Um, so we'll talk about that. We'll talk about playoffs. We got some hot takes on Dion. So just wanted to start it out kind of talking about uh, some of the buzz we've heard from uh, winter workouts. And there's one player in particular. A lot of players have stood out about the times we've kind of seen that they've ran. Like Grayson Halton ran a very fast time for a defensive tackle. So, guys, what has kind of stood out from stuff you've heard about the winter workouts? I mean, I'll start off Halton. That's it. He ran a 4-6, I, th- I think we heard. And he, this last one, he played at, two, was it 280 pounds, 285 pounds? And I know that, or was it 260? I, I'm not sure. Okay, okay. Well, because I've heard stuff that Schmidt wants to get him up to 295, 300, 300 this offseason, which is pretty big guy running a 4.6. Yeah, 2.47 has him listed at 2.76. Okay, so 295, 300, he probably will go up to a 4.7, I would say. So, but I mean, obviously, Jaron Kanick ran a 4.4, guys. You think about how fast Asamoah was, Kanick's even faster than that. And that's wild to think because Asamoah was one of the fastest linebackers maybe ever. Hey, with that being said, how does – how does Kanick not got in the field last year, guys? I don't know. I thought he should have been the starter or, I mean, playing somehow, some way after the Nebraska game when Deshaun White was ejected and he never saw the field again, really. I mean, hey, besides garbage time or I, stuff like that. I'm, I haven't followed a lot of the – you know, it's cool seeing the videos and them in the weight room and them on the, on the turf running some times, but these metrics, while they do say a lot about athletic ability, uh, until we see it on the on the field, I'm just one of those guys that really discredits some of this until we can see it in action. That's, so that's really the dumbest – that is the dumbest thing I've ever heard. Sorry. What did you say? That's absolutely ridiculous. You cut out, Jay. Yeah, I said that's the dumbest – I said that's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. That's an argument he cuts out because he doesn't want to say it. Can you all hear me? Can you hear me? Well, wait. Now we can. Can you hear me? What? Okay, listen, Jeremy. What kind of take is that? It's an accurate take. So you're saying that that stars? You're saying that stars and speed and all the measurables does not matter. Then why do we have an NFL draft? Jay, why is there an NFL draft? Yeah, and all those guys in the NFL draft have proven themselves on the field. Uh, let's talk about metrics in, in years past that never saw it on the field. Then Jay, Bookie, T- talk about him. Who? Bookie. Who? Bookie. Clayton Smith. That's There's one. No yeah, one. that's one. Clayton but who else? Smith, uh, J- Justin, Justin Broyles was a four star. Justin Harrington, I've heard year after freaking year. See it on the field. Play the game. This will be the year for him. This will be the year for him. 
Well, I'm I, just saying, I think, it, it, I think it does matter. Brody, we've heard uh, that every year. Okay. Why hasn't we seen I'm, it? Why haven't we seen it on the field? I get it what his point is. Like he's saying that, okay, all the buzz, like, okay, let's you hold, can, let's you, hold you, off. You can run a you can run a four four. You can run a four four, but if you're not a good football player, that four four does not matter. I know so I get where you're coming from. I know that. plenty of guys who have good numbers off the charts in the weight room, but they never get on the field. And so how that's a dumb take is beyond me. It's an accurate take, dude. I don't care. No, I, I wouldn't say it's a dumb take. I, I misunderstood you then. What I thought you were saying is it doesn't matter at all. But I guess you're just saying hold up. You're not he, saying he, it doesn't matter. I said I'm not one of the guys who gets into all that because to me it doesn't matter until I see it on the field. Yeah. I agree with that. Well, we've talked about Harrington and – I feel like if he can get it all together with the playbook and everything, I think it may have been the second Sooner Search podcast ever, which is a long time ago. Some of you guys weren't even on it. I said Justin Harrington was going to be a first-round pick by the time he left Oklahoma. We've all said he's a freak. But, see, now, I think he's a great athlete, but I just don't know if he's going to get on the field this year. He'll get- they expect him to be heavily in the mix this year. So, it, what, el- what, else what else has been impressive? I- I've, I've heard good things from the a couple of the transfers that have come in just in there. McCullough. McCullough, obviously not. McCullough is a different I, – I just don't know yet where they're going to play yeah, him. That's, that's the that's, biggest okay. question, I think, going into next – in the spring game. I think the biggest question just when we all go to the spring game is where's he lining up. And, and that's one of the things, too, because I've seen maybe if Harrington can play the cheetah role or Canick plays cheetah, I don't know, maybe they put uh, McCullough at linebacker. Uh, but in his, like, locker photo, I mean, you can take it however you want it, but he was he was listed as a outside linebacker, which is basically the cheetah position. I've even heard so. people saying defensive end, but – no, those people are people that just are out of it. Yeah, see, he's he's not going to be a guy that's going to have his hand in the dirt. If if no. anything, if no, it would be like an edge, a lot like yeah, Benito, like a, a lot like Nick Benito. Yeah. Well, but and I think, I think he'll play Cheetah. That's where I, I agree. That's that's sort of the best place I put my money on, unless they see something where maybe Canick's better at running that position. Who knows? Anything else football-wise? Well, I mean, uh, they hosted a lot of PWOs this weekend. Yeah. A lot of them. So, I think it's – What do you all think about this Taylor Taylor Heim kid? That that one's – That – I'm not opposed to the idea of that at all. It's just crazy to me how we're his only Power 5 offer. If it's an official, like a full offer – where he's only power five, but six, five, very underrated kind of started to pick up steam on the recruiting trail as we're going into actual national signing day in just over two weeks. So for that uh, offer to come out and the Venables went to Kiefer, Oklahoma to watch him play basketball that night. So I will be shocked if he's not a sooner. That's just me. 
Yeah, yeah. it kind of re- reminds me of some of the uh, Cade uh, McIntyre offer. Kind of a guy that plays small school ball that's super under the radar, had a few decent offers, and then just like that, he picked up Nebraska and OU, and before we even know it, he was committed to OU. He's a guy that's super underrated. I think if he played like 6A football in Oklahoma, he'd probably be a four-star recruit. Well, yeah, and any time that you can, you know, he's we've talked a lot about in-state recruits on this podcast, and he's in-state. Anytime you can find someone like that, he doesn't necessarily need to come in and contribute early. Maybe in two years, he develops into something that, you know, he could be a really good player for Oklahoma. That That's something to me. When you can find those guys, I, I think it's pretty good. Jackson Lane. Yeah, I think a lot that what what hurts him is playing for Bethany. Like, 4A ball still, there's some good 4A teams, good 4A programs, all that. It's you're playing for Bethany. I'm sorry, but D1 coaches are not going out to Bethany to watch you play. Now, if you would have been at, like, Metro Christian, that's a 3A school, or Lincoln Christian's 4A, yeah, you would have a whole lot more looks because it's in the Tulsa Metro, stuff like that, very well-known program. So I, I really think it's a diamond-in-the-rough type of offer for OU. I mean, his size is very impressive, and the highlights I've watched, he he looks really good. It'll be interesting to see where they're wanting him to play. Yeah, because he's Cause all, he played over, all over the place for them. Yeah. yeah. So um, we got – Quarterback, wide receiver, safety, all the – Linebacker, too, I've seen a lot of people say. Yeah, yeah, like, I just, the only thing that makes sense for him to, like, come in, like, as a position is athlete. Like, you can't, I can't, I don't think you can put him in as a single position right now because he's just all over the place. I think what you were talking about, is there anything else football related? I think one thing we just have to bring up is is the Levy rumors, um, just bringing them up. We all know it's not going to happen, but – Jeremy, I know you've been all over Lebby. You're probably one of those guys that that you're. <laughs> Jeremy would be fine. Listen, if let, 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 let me finish it. He's one of those guys that bashed Lebby all year long, and then if Lebby leaves, he'd be like, "I, I just, man, that hurts. That hurts." Okay. Yep. Yeah, and this will be a great segue into the next topic because I, I am so sick of you, Jay, making these. Gen- glittering generalizations. Look it up because you don't know what it is, I'm sure. Okay? Where you just generalize everything saying that I'm always bashing Levy. No, I've given him credit, actually. Okay? And he has given Levy Yeah, credit. he's not going anywhere. He doesn't need to go anywhere. He's going to stay here. Jackson Arnold's coming in. Blah, blah, blah. We- Levy's here. Let's transition into basketball while we're on this. Bashing people. Yeah, I know. I know. Let's go ahead and no, do that. Let Jeremy. I know he wants to get yeah, into he, it. He so wants to get into it. Bring it up. Yeah. The floor is yours, Jeremy. Yeah, let's see what you got, Jeremy. Can I start? The floor is yours. Yeah, you <laughs> yeah, start. Let's start. Okay. Uh, another horrible, demoralizing loss for Oklahoma yesterday at home. Okay. And I have been critical of some things of Porter Moser. I am not a Porter Moser hater. Promise you. I like the guy. I like what he stands for, his culture. It was a red flag to me when we couldn't keep some guys in the past. I thought that was a little bit of a red flag, okay? Uh, and now this year and last year, ever since he's been in Norman, we cannot win close games. And 
My question to you, Jay and Brody, and you won't answer it. I have a question for you. No, my, my question for you guys is, at what point does Porter Moser deserve any blame? That's all I want to answer. Let me, let me, let me, coach let me take That's this. when it gets blamed. Let me take this. That's Jeremy. the dumbest answer. Jeremy, I've been critical of Moser on certain things as far as guys getting in and playing a little bit more on the bench. I've gotten into that. But you tell me the difference in what you just said. How is this any different than Brent Venables taking over from Riley? He couldn't keep guys. They left. How's that any different? There's a massive difference. How? It, hey, guys weren't poached with him. I'll tell yeah, you like, that's difference. the biggest. Hey, you want me to tell Moses you the difference? Dixon. Jason. Okay, Jeremy. Jason. I have a question. Are you listening, Jay? Hey, let, let him talk. Jay, where'd Caleb Williams go? USC. He followed his coach. Uh, where'd Mario Williams go? Wait, wait. Hold on, hold on, hold on. How, how many guys from OU football went to places like DePaul and UNLV, Jay? They're going to lesser programs. No, a lot of them are going to Texas State. Program. DePaul doesn't even have a football team. Hey, hey so you can't Jackson, Jackson, you want to know the other difference, Jay? Are you listening? Yeah, clearly. Elijah Harkless and Emotion Gibson played for the man for a year. All right. Hey, with wait. that being said, we got a question I for got you. A question and then they for left. You. And then they left. Because you're making. You're making All right, we got a question. I got a question because you're making good points. Like um, Elijah Harkless and Moser Gibson are. If they were on this team right now, if Moser had retained them, the what top. would Oklahoma's? What would what, big, what would the Big Twelve record be? They would be three and three at worst, probably four and two. So you just proved to me that it is not. A coach issue, it's players. That's literally what you just said. If they had Harkless and Gibson, he they would have won four games. He keep the players, Brody. So you just said it's not coaching. You said it's players. That's literally what you just said. He, he coached You just said it's year. players. You he said if they had better him, players, they would have won two more games. That's what you said. If they had two better players, they would have won two more games. Brody, he's the one that you coached said the guys it. that left. They don't want to play for him. Dude. Okay. Jeremy, I don't, Jeremy oh, that, yeah. that point, like, first off, listen, that is so dumb of a point. Because, yeah. listen, any time any coach leaves, it's just like in, if your boss leaves and you're, you may switch jobs, <laughs> you may switch teams if your coach leaves. How's that on Porter Moser? They didn't leave when Kruger left, dude. What? So? They played for Moser last year. They gave Both him a year. Yeah. Moser. So and Gibson, and Gibson, went from, Gibson went from OU to DePaul, and Harkless went from OU to that UNLV. They, they took a, that, a lesser job because they didn't want to play for the man. Jackson, what, be, Jackson what were you going to say? Oh, gosh. No, I, I was going to say something about uh, Caleb, Caleb Williams comparing him to OU basketball, but it's, no. Yeah, it doesn't make sense, does it? Hey, Jay. Here, look, here, here's the thing. I see your comparison, Jeremy, trying to say people have transferred and stuff like that. But the truth of the matter is there's a reason those guys went to lesser programs. Okay? What is it? Because, What's the reason? Because, look, look I, I, don't know if, it, I don't know if Harkless would be starting right now. I oh think Emoji gets Are you insane? <laughs> dude, dude, you would be starting Sherfield, Gibson, 
Uzan, Hill, and Tanner Groves. Do I'm all just going to say, if Gibson wasn't here, I would start almost anyone on the team over Jacob Groves. So, yeah, I think Harkless would be in the start lineup. But here's Are another point. Harkless is numbers? Here, he's at UNLV. Guess what? Harkless it's, is a good player. He's a good yeah. player. He's a good player. We but, all know but that. guess what? There, something has to be said about it. When you come to a school to play for Long Kruger and Porter Moser takes over, it's a completely different scheme. Nothing is the same. So how can you blame Porter? So how can you blame Porter? Because the guys that came in to play for a different coach did not like the style that the new coach played with. That is not his issue. Brody, I told you that. That's why Gibson left. They don't like playing for the man. He he, he is so – it's all about – for one thing, Harkless, dude, dude, dude. You're done. Yeah, and you know, guys, guys, everyone – I'm done. Hey. Hey, you guys are jumping all over him right now. And what he was getting to was actually a good point. Porter Moser, personality-wise, is the complete opposite of Lon Kruger. You cannot really? deny that. He, he right. You could call Porter arrogant. Jeremy's called him that before. That's a word to describe him. Uh, Lon Kruger's complete opposite. Very quiet. Porter Moser's getting teed up. Like... Okay. About to blow a gasket. So there is something there on those two being complete total opposites. But yeah, also, and maybe a player doesn't like the style of coaching that that is. Like when you go for a coach that's the complete opposite of that, maybe you don't like that type of coaching. And obviously we know that Jeremy, when I brought up the old point where like, oh, maybe they don't like the style of coaching. We know that that's not how it is because I think in football we had arguments where if you had a bunch of bums on your team, that you, you would change your whole scheme for them. I think Jeremy had a whole thing about that in one of our football podcasts. But let me ask you this. Brody, Jeremy, let me ask you this. Jeremy, what? let me ask you this. As far as right now, they're sitting at two and five in the Big 12. Okay. Out of these five losses, we know the OSU when they got destroyed on, that was a horrible performance second half. Yeah. I blame. Yes, Porter Moser had a bad coming out of half, and that was horrible. That's on him, getting the guys ready. But those other four losses, to me, those kind of come down to guys making plays. Period. End of discussion. Yeah. You and can't talk about anything else. You can't. Guys did not make plays. Guys did not stop two back-to-back three-pointers that a guy who shoots 22% for Baylor. Let me ask you this. If if you're on Porter Moser, how about Scott Drew? He must have coached an awful game awful yesterday. Game. He had the 22% guy and, shooting the last three threes and, of the game. Who in their right mind would have a 22% shooter shooting the last three threes of the game for them? And let's bring up something else. Guess what? Guess what Scott Drew has that Porter Moser doesn't? A player that can make a tough shot. No person on OU could do that down the clutch. Bro, no one can assault And you said Sherfield is the best player exactly. since Trey Young. Exactly. I did say that. I did. Austin Reeves and debatably Amoja okay. over Sherfield. You can down, make down. the debates about it. Sherfield There's has been, no doubt Sherfield has, has struggled in Big 12 play in second half. Sherfield has been very good in the first half. He's shown the type of player he can be, but he has sucked in the second half. He's been way too passive. He cannot. He simply just cannot do that. He's got to be more aggressive. That's one of the things well, I was – You okay. want to know the one thing that holds Sherfield back is I think some of it is his height, and he doesn't have a very quick first step. Well, and his quick release isn't very quick either. Well, watching him play, you can see why he was at two non-Big 12 programs before this. Wichita State's a good program, but it's not good competition. Why? Nevada. Because look at him. Has, has he won a game for us? Won a game where Sherfield, 
he's the one to win us a game in Big 12 play. Hey, Has he? Not in Big 12. He won us a quarter game earlier in the year. Yeah, not in Big 12 not play. Big 12. Yeah, that's what I'm getting at. Not in Big 12. He has not went and won us a game in Big 12 play. Let's no one on OU's roster can win you a game right now in Big 12 play. Like, well, the two games we won in conference play, wow. you guys, are, I would you say. guys are absolutely insane. How? How? I am so tired of you two, Jay and Brody, saying saying things like this. The roster is just, you know, like Brody texted her. He came over with like three dudes. Uh, you know, poor. Poor measly OU. Then how are you in every game against top ranked teams? Coaching. And then, then it's, yeah. you cannot coaching. That's why you're in every game. That's why we've been in every game. I'm actually a coach. I do coach. I coach high school. It's great. You, you can't give a coach all the credit when you win and no blame when you lose. So shut it. You don't, you don't get – listen, Jeremy. Fifth grade. Jeremy. Different. You, you don't give any credit when he does anything good. But you don't – listen, here's my deal about the Porter Moser thing. And I am going to single Jeremy out because he's the one on him the most. And you you say stuff like you are a coach. I get it. You are you're you coach third or fifth grade, whatever. <laughs> I don't know which one is it, third or fifth. Second. High school. Kramer, which one is it? He's a high school track coach, guys. Track and basketball are different. Jeremy, which age do you coach, third or fifth? I coached all the way up to 10, but what's the point? Here's my point. Here's my point. In that game yesterday against Baylor, we're up two with a minute and 20 left, okay? They knocked two threes down. Both of them defended pretty well. Pretty well. Okay? They have a guy shooting the ball that's 22. They have a guy shooting the ball with 22%. What do you tell your team when they come? What do you tell your third and fifth graders when they come over the sideline after something like that? Do you say horrible defense? You I, say, I, I tell you what I just said to C.J. Nolan is on the closeout at least jump. C.J. Nolan had a horrible closeout. So jump like Jacob Groves did and call a foul it's, against it's, Texas? It's, it's, I'm done with I'm not arguing anymore. You're not taught to jump on Hey, hey, hey. I have a question for Jay and – Brody, you guys are all over Jeremy, over Moses. I haven't even said anything back. When it was when it was Jackson last night saying fire Moser. Jackson was the one who said that. And you guys are all over him. Say that as a joke. I don't mean it. I don't think he should be fired. I don't either. But the one thing he lacks is he cannot make late game adjustments very well. All of you guys can agree with that. I know Jeremy can. I know Hunter can. Wait, can I, I, hold on, I have a question, Jackson. It doesn't if if Porter Moser makes a great late time, he can be the best person ever at late game adjustments. But if the players don't actually do what he's telling them to, it doesn't matter. Hey, 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 hey! Look at the late game play calls from Moser. These past couple late game play calls we've and had. You, that proves what players. You, no, but you can't act like they're good calls, bro. You know they're not good calls. You know it. Look, There's look. no way in this earth that Moser told Grant Sherfield to take 15 seconds off the shot clock down four. That is poor execution by players. That's what it is. And that is not on the coach. That's on the players. Hey, 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 hey. You guys act like. You guys act like. Hey, hey. I have something for you two. Both of you. Jay and Brody. Jay and Brody. No, Jay is always. Oh, these fans suck. You can't hear. They're, they're quiet. Well, if they're quiet, Moser's the one screaming his head off. You guys are acting like Sheffield couldn't hear him. Yelling. Do something! Don't take time off the clock! That's what you guys act like. 
like that's the case. That is on coaching. I don't want to hear another player thing for that. That is ridiculous. Listen, all I'm saying is y'all are on poor about this play calls when two or three times in yesterday game down the stretch, they had a good dive screen from heel for a layup. They had all kinds of great plays out of timeout. You're in the game. This comes down to make a stop. Porter said every interview I've listened to him after the last three or four weeks, guys, the close games comes down to when the game's on the line, we can't get stops. And guess what? Period. I, I, you can sum this up. also over. can't make shots, like, uh, on final possessions. We haven't Here, done look, it all look, year. Look, look. You can sum this up very quickly. In the game that killed him, okay, whenever we were down by four, there was what? How much time was on the like clock? Eight, like 18, 18 seconds. Yeah, 18 seconds. And it's getting inbounded in the corner opposite of where our team is. There are four players that look lost on the play, running in circles. All of them looked lost. You know, no one was running the right play clearly because Jalen Hill and Jalen Hill and Tanner Groves were doing two opposite things that they I don't even think they know what they were supposed to be doing. So clearly they were confused. I, you, and then, and here, look. There's if you had an athletic center on this team, that's another problem they have. That you can throw it up to the rim and give them a chance, but we don't have any at, at, not very much athleticism on this team at all. Your athletic center hey, is out for the year. We could argue this all the time. I, we're I gonna have to we're, we're gonna have to just let me, let me beg to just listen. disagree. Listen, Jeremy, you have your point on Moser. No, listen, can I listen? Let me finish. At some point. The blame does have, partial blame does have to go on the coach when you're losing close games. I understand that. Brody does, but they, but they are in these games also because of Porter Moser's system. No, no, some of these mean. games, if some of the, let me just tell you, some of these games with these players and lawn system, they'd be getting blown out of the gym. Oh, that, that is the worst statement I've ever heard. No, it's not. No, it is not. They don't have the dudes. Is it OU, like lawn had? Is it, is it OU the most efficient lawn had? Lawn had dude. Name them. Buddy Heal, Jordan Dude. Woodard, I mean, Isaiah Cousins. Cousins. I mean, Dude. Uh, look at their big man. Blaine Reeves. Huh? You take the final four team. Austin Reeves. Very young. Christian James. Christian, Christian James. James. All I'm saying is I think the way that Porter Moser runs a system also keeps them in games, That's but you got to have that guy that can make it. Let's, let's keep it very simple. It's literally this simple. You're in a very close game against Baylor, okay? Guess what? The game's coming down to it. You have to go take the win, but Baylor right. just took it from them. Hey, that's, no, that's that's all let's end this. I'm going to ask one question. I'm, I'm going to ask one question. i the basketball stuff. I'll answer Okay. You. I'm going to ask one question before we end it, and I'm going to ask all three of you. I don't want any extra words. I just want you to answer the question. It's a yes or no question. Okay? First question is, is Bob Huggins a good coach? Yes or no? Yes. Yes, okay. he's a great coach. Let me ask you another. What about Mark Adams? Yes. Mark They're Adams. both 0 and 7 in the league. Actually, West Virginia. So they must suck. West Virginia's won a game. Oh, West Virginia won one game, yeah, didn't they? They won one game. So I guess they're sucky coaches. It's a horrible, horrible. This conference is so tough, dude. You gotta. I mean, every game's a grinder. You can lose them. You can win them. Oh, you could go win their next four games. That wouldn't surprise me. They can beat anyone in the league. They could. And then what's going to happen? Is it because Porter but, began to yeah, coach well? Yeah. No, then then I they, doubt it. Yeah. 
Are you guys? All right, go ahead. Close it up, Jeremy. You want to close it up? Or whatever this. You guys finish? Yeah. I'll finish the basketball thing, but there's some stupid things that have been said. Is about you. You know, honestly, I kind of feel for the OU basketball players and the team because I don't know honestly how they can even walk and chew gum at the same time listening to you two. Uh, but they can't. Stop, Jackson. Somehow they're in games. Somehow, and it's to the credit of Port Moser's system that they're even in ball games. I mean, with Ron Kruger, a Hall of Fame coach, there's no way they could even have been in games. So I'm glad you guys clarified that for me. Second of all, I have never said fire Porter. I think he's done some great things. Porter Moser has not won closed games in Norman since he's been here. And yeah, if we, I would be shocked if we'd win four straight close games. And to compare him and say, well, oh, Bob Huggins isn't good. It's a stupid, it's a stupid uh, conversation to have. No one ever said Bob Huggins is not a good coach. I don't know what he wants us to say to that, but. For one, I just can't believe we're saying let's give all the credit to being in games to Porter Moser, but no blame. I didn't, I didn't give all the credit to them. Yes, you did. Being in the game. You, I'm, you're, you're crashing his system. I'm just saying his system's going to put you in every game almost. That's all I'm saying. That's every big full team's in every game. That's stupid. It's basketball these days. Whatever. I don't think Porter Moser should go. I think he is gone. I think Notre Dame's getting him. I don't think he's going to be in Norman next year. Well, he'd be – I mean, Hunter, you mentioned it. You mentioned the fans. That was the – and I know we're going to have fans watch this, but I'm sorry. And, yes, Hunter, I was not at the game because I live four hours away. But, listen, it's not even about being at the game to me. It's about the ones that go to the game. Oh, you would get up six, and it's like, yes, crowd, nothing. Just Dead sitting silent. There. Sitting there. Sitting there. It's unbelievable. They didn't stand up for two minutes. Long. Unbelievable. Here, here, it's just like, I mean, we've talked about it. Like, Oklahoma fans don't show up for any sport except softball and football. Okay? I I don't even know if they show up for gymnastics at all. Yes, they do. Yes, okay. they do. They show up for baseball, too, when we're good. Well, they showed up but for basketball. You, you guys can agree. Great but you, they showed you, up. You when we're good. When we're good. When we're good, that's it. If if Porter can get it all together, if this team can start to win games, more fans will show up. Well, yeah, because then we would be a good team if we're winning. Yeah. Yeah. All right, let's move off of OU. Brody and Jason, before we get off here, okay, I just – there's no way then. I just want to clarify some things you said here before we go to the next topic which is Dallas Cowboys. And by the way, if the Cowboys lose today. No, I got, I got a Dion. got to talk about Dion. Dion. Subject. Dion. Uh, no, I mean, but I'm, I'm talking about the players here at OU. You know, I feel bad, like I said earlier. And Tanner Groves and Hill, you've been on all year. So all of a sudden, I guess, some guys can be good. And Jay's been a Hill hater all year. I'm going to do what he does to me about Moser. That's I'm not gonna, true. Stop saying that. Dude, Jay. Yeah, yeah, so wait, wait Jackson. Overly no, so if I get if – I, if, No, that's not – what? Let me ask my – No, I was going to say, Jay has not been a Hill hater all year. He gets upset at Hill because he wants Hill to take more shots. Hey, he is, I, he is I, overly – I, 
I feel the same way. Hill needs to shoot. Jay, here's my only question to Brody and, and Jason. If the players suck so bad and we don't have any talent and we're it's it's just shocking that we're in games in this massive great conference we're in, whose fault is that? Huh? That that's that Porter has built this team this year, yes. <laughs> I, I can't. But he didn't even let me finish. Wow. He didn't even let me finish. What I was going to say is, hey, he had a great recruiting class this year. Great. He's got a great recruiting class coming in. Better than – no, listen. Better than recruiting There's classes no under Lon Kruger. It is, it is a great, great classes, recruiting class. Okay? Great. So me, I don't know about that. Lon Kruger landed Trey Young. Give me three years. Yeah, the, the two classes Moses brought in are just as good as – you take away the Trey Young class. The, There's the, no no take away. That's that's the thing. So you're saying that these players coming in are better than Trey Young. That's what it sounds like to me, bro. No, the overall class. The overall class. I never said they're better than Trey Young. The overall. You, you said you said that these classes are better than any class that Lon Kruger landed. Lon Kruger landed Trey Young, an NBA All Star, fifth overall pick. Land like one good player every couple of years. I'd be all right. All I'm saying, guys, give Porter three years. Okay. We'll, we'll go yeah. Just, let's move on. Let's you'd move be on great in the SEC. What's the record? Let's move on. Yeah. Um, hey, we got to talk Dion for a second because this may be one thing that me and Jeremy may actually agree on. And guys, Dion to me, great recruiter, but Dion is not going to win more than eight games a year. Ever at Colorado. You're crazy. You're now, crazy. Listen, Hunter, they are going to win games. Hunter, Hunter, it may not be listen, this year, but will, they will. will you let win. me talk for a second? They listen, the videos he's been putting out, the one especially with about McLean, where he was standing somewhere being like, Hey, y'all, y'all thought y'all were gonna get him? Y'all thought you were gonna get him? We got him. And if that was if that he, that to me was if, well, well, part of it is you're Colorado. They won one game. One last year, and you just landed the number one corner in the country. Back-to-back -back years, landing the number one corner in the country. You landed the number one corner last year at Jackson State and HBCU. Yeah, that's something to be proud of. He didn't hey, land. They don't pay players, Jackson. Hey, he's not about that. Money, it's the money landed up. It's because Dion's the DB. Talks, bro. They, they, he does not pay players. On this podcast. Hey, Hunter, guess what? Hunter. If those vlogs that Dion's been putting out, if that was Brent Venables, he's changing the culture. Oh my god, listen, that's what you'll be doing. Hey, hey, Jay, hey, Jay, Jay. When Colorado beats USC this year, I don't want to hear you saying anything, bashing Lincoln, nothing like that, because according to you, Dion's not good. So you can't celebrate the win. I didn't say he's not good. I said some of these videos are a little childish to me. That's well, what I said. One game. Jeremy, I have a perfect, com I have a com perfect comparison for Dion Sanders, uh, an old-fashioned Riley. No. Okay. No, that's stupid. That's probably the worst thing you've ever said, Jackson. You've said a lot of bad takes. Hey, hey, listen. What about what I'm saying is the video he did where he's like, we coming, we coming. That's fine. The video his coach put out, Tim Brewster. When I say stand, stand. Shit. When I say stand, stand. Shit. That was it. It's childish, guys. Hey, I agree with you. 
Guys, Deion Kurt. Sanders, hey, his nickname is Showtime. That's what he's always been. Okay. We know he's he's been like this, but the one that really I don't know, maybe I should if you guys want to edit this out, that's fine, but the get the time slip. Yeah, it's at thirty it's at thirty six minutes, but yeah. The video of him, he brought these women into the locker room. Oh, come so, on. Listen, That's actually good. Listen, they could, you could tell they were like, kind of like, what do we. What's, well, I'll give you that, but he's building a good culture. You can't deny that. Yeah, I, I agree. You know what? He did the right thing, but you know what shouldn't have been in there? A video camera. It's like the people who go to the homeless people and give them money and then post that they gave them money. That's so you think with that video was 100% Dion filming it? Oh, but he made sure the camera was in there. I, I don't know. I feel like a lot of it is just it's Dion. Cameras are, have been around him his entire life. No, I, I'm meaning, no, you, you don't get what I'm saying. I'm saying that it's not even that he's wanting the cameras there. It's just that these are college kids. Oh, he's Dion Sanders. I'll tell you why, hon. Film. Here. Film. Film. Dion Sanders. What's he gonna say, Deion Sanders? It's been that way his entire life. Hey, for thirty years now. Get me wrong. Okay? My son is just vlogging everything for YouTube. I mean, that's, that's hey, Hunter. Hunter, did you see the video? Did you see the video of uh, McLean committing? The guy on his no, knees. No, I didn't. Yeah. The guy on his knees talking about Dion. Guys, that was cringe too. Jackson. Hey, 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 Jeremy and Jason though. You guys, you guys should be all over Brent Venables for allowing cameras all this year for OU DNA on ESPN Plus. That should be a problem. Oh, there's cameras there. There's a difference. It's different. Oh, but no. What What's the difference of Brent Venables wanting to showcase his culture and Deion Sanders wanting to showcase his culture? What's the difference? They don't go into the locker room on, on OU DNA. They don't post stuff about getting recruits, all this. They don't. All, all I'm saying, Hunter. Okay, and Hunter and all you guys, you said it. What? You, you talked about Brent Venables wanting to you know, promote his culture. I agree. That, that's what it's about. But it, it, the proof is if Deion Sanders, he's not. If he was, if, if someone posted a video of me talking about women and how we're going to represent women i would be like guys this isn't about me this isn't about me it doesn't need to be about this you can post videos of things but it there's a lot of pushing me up and pumping me up my i think venables be like look this is a little much i don't think dion would that's my problem here here's another thing jeremy and when i say about dion i i love dion I, I do. When he was a Dallas Cowboy, loved him. Loved him at Jackson State. I wanted him to get a Power 5 job. I really do. I want to see how he does as a coach. I've always said that. But some of these videos, to me, are oh, – the, the the video when he's saying, y'all thought – y'all – it's just kind of like, do you do that in college football? I've never seen another coach do that. And then second off, the video we're seeing on from Sanders, his son – what's his first name? Shador. Shador. Throwing these passes, fifty. Okay, well, that happened. Wait, listen. You look at these guys. They showed the same thing about Arch Manning. Okay, no Gabriel's done the same thing. So. Wait, did, he, did you just say that the one where you like y'all thought y'all were gonna get? Wait, you said, you, you said did anything? Let me ask you. you no, did you just say that no other coach would do that? 
Let me ask you this. Did, did you just say that? Yes or no? You said no other coach would say. Hey, no. Brian Kelly did that cringe video last year with Walker Howard. That was way worse than anything Dion's ever done. Yeah, that was Dion. Then we must be talking about a way different video. Guys, didn't the videos wasn't Dion saying y'all thought y'all were? I thought that was a different. No, it was Dion. About the commitment video. No, hey, hey, hey! You act like that's the worst uh, commitment video ever made. Do you not remember last year Brian Kelly and uh, Walker Howard? That was awful. That was way worse than anything Dion has ever done. Guys, guys, hey, let me ask you about Don Sanders, okay? Here's the one thing. He's going to be able to recruit the the flashy players, these high-star athletes, these corners, these wide receivers. But I don't know if if he's going to be able to recruit offensive and defensive linemen. Now, don't get me wrong. I think he's going to bring Colorado back to relevancy. They'll win games. But I don't know if Deion Sanders is going to be the coach that's going to take him to the national championship. He landed quite a few of three and four stars. At Jackson State, I think that says something. Jackson, to land players that are right. nationally ranked. There. You're right, Jackson. They will never win a national championship ever. So that's that's a null point. But they're they'll win one before USC. No, listen. Hey, oh, I have a question. Who got the most talent in the HBC? What team? Jackson State. Did they, did they win the championship? They won yep. every Did they game. win the championship? They won every game. They should have. The championship. One they should have. They didn't. They had guys that should have been at, at Alabama on their team. Did they not? I'm a hunter. I would only say one guy. But. No, they also had a wide receiver, last name Coleman, who's really good. Yeah, Joe Jeremy. Jeremy. 100% beyond stuff. But following the Porter Moses thing, it's just so ironic that you blame Deion Sanders. You're so quick to blame him for the loss, yet you can never blame a head coach for losing games. That was odd to me there. I, I don't understand. Talking about close game. Let's on to a big one right now. Dallas Cowboys. We are two out. Dak, Dak Prescott will put his stake in. As the greatest quarterback since Troy Aikman of the Dallas Cowboys. Hey, you guys are about to lose to Mr. Irrelevant, Brock Purdy. Who would have thought that? Jeremy, Jeremy, I don't think you watched the 49ers play at all, but I don't know if I've seen a more complete football game. Guys, no, it don't matter. Eagles winning the Super Bowl. Since Tampa Bay. Jackson, you haven't seen a more complete team because you watch the Vikings every week. You're right. (laughs) Dallas has a better chance of beating the Niners today than they will next week against the Eagles. And, but mark it down right here. Dallas 100% guaranteeing a victory tonight over the Niners. Oh, and it's because of, it's because of Micah Parsons. Hey, 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 we should get back on here after the game so we can get an immediate reaction from Jay and Jeremy when you guys lose by 40 to pick number 262, Brock Purdy. Here, here also, Dak. Prescott might throw 262 picks too. Hey, hey, they will guarantee I'm guaranteeing a victory is because of Micah Parsons and the defensive line. We all want Brock Purdy. Listen, 
Jackson, listen, the Vikings are gone. We all watched Brock Purdy in college, and what did he do all the time? Throw picks. Picks. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Brody, you can't This is a big game. I'm calling two interceptions. Two interceptions for Mr. Purdy tonight. And I like Brock Purdy. Super Christian dude. Outspoken with his faith. Love the guy. But I'm rooting for my boys tonight, and we're going to pull it out. Hey, hey, it is funny watching Jackson talk all this. Jackson talking all this stuff. When his Vikings lost by 37 to the Cowboys. I don't think the Cowboys are a good football team. And then his Vikings got bounced round one to the Giants, who then lost by 31 yesterday to the Eagles. Bro, Hunter, what team do you like? What team do you like? I like wherever Baker's playing. I, I don't Dude, exactly. I stuck with the Vikings, bro. There's nothing. Why, why are you hating on the Vikings? No, okay. I'm just saying. You're talking all this stuff when your team of it, everyone here. You should be probably talking the least because your team has been very embarrassing this year, not to say the least. There, hey, you, you, hey, you, you do have a have a point, but that's not going to shut shut me up because this talk isn't about the Vikings. This is about the Cowboys. And, and Jackson, what's your pick? The Vikings are gone. Jackson, who are you taking? 49ers. Hey, hey! I put the 49ers to win to win Super Bowl from the start. Well, my only concern so. is that Dallas is stopping the run. I don't think Brock Purdy is going to kill Dallas. It's going to be Debo Samuel and Christian McCaffrey is my concern. But Jason, I want to hear it right now out of your mouth. If Dak Prescott and the Cowboys win today, does he surpass Tony Romo? Yeah, if Dak if he wins and gets into the does. NFC Championship game, yes. Is he done? Romo right now. Yes, no, he hasn't done anything yet. He's won. Romo didn't do anything. Romo hadn't been in the NFC Championship if they freaking call a catch on Des Bryant. Dak Prescott. He'd be Aaron Rodgers. Dak in his prime. <laughs> Dak Prescott. Oh, whoa. I to be drawn. Brody, hold on. First of all, Dude, we have a kid on here. Hold on, hold on, hold on. We have a kid on here that a year and a half ago was a Chiefs fan and now claiming to be a Cowboys fan. You act like that's a bad thing. That's a downgrade of fandom. That's a downgrade. Yeah. I Dude, he's he 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 been he a Royals fan, rooted for the Chiefs, and now I'm rooting for the Cowboys. Never said I'm like a fan of the Cowboys. I've watched, what, one playoff game and maybe one regular season game? Like, I mean – no, Jay, I, I really think you think that Choi or Tony Romo is a Super Bowl winning quarterback. I, just, no, I, I don't think that. He loves him. He I loves don't think him. that at all. He was a great quarterback in Dallas. Hey, Jay. I wouldn't call question. him great. He never Amazing. won. In, in literature, you have themes kind of throughout the book. They're laced throughout every page of the book. Okay, and I, I'm hearing a common theme that's kind of emerging from your from your head is, you know, Tony Romo could have won the NFC Championship game if, you know, late game situation, the coach makes a decision. Or Deion Sanders, you know, had they should have won. They, they didn't. Coach's problem. But yet at OU basketball, they got guys that can barely walk. Anyway. Wait, hold on. Boy, you, you, uh, uh, I'm origin our mouth, dude. It's hey. unbelievable. Unbelievable. Hey. Hey. 
I have a true question for for you guys, mainly Jay and Jeremy. If if Dallas does not if Dallas does not win today, does Mike McCarthy deserve to be fired? Yes. Players got to make plays. Jay says. Aaron Rodgers won Mike McCarthy the Super Bowl, and I think today will show. There's that. no fault to blame on any of the coaching staff. It, it plays got to. Hey, hey, you know what's gonna happen? It's gonna be the exact same game as last year. I hope not. When Dak yeah. got his leg at the end. No, I'm not even. Tony Romo, I don't blame that on Dak. How many yards did Trayvon Diggs give up to Ayuk that game? How many? Are, is Jay? It was almost hey, 200. Jay, have you done a drug test recently? I'm worried about. <laughs> did you watch the playoff game last year? Yeah, I saw Dak take off on a QB run with eight seconds left. I saw it. Dude, I also saw Dak, Dak Prescott absolutely play an awful game. Dak Prescott brought him back in the fourth quarter twice in that game. But they were he he played horrible first half. Dude, we need a complete dope, game you, from Dak. Need a complete game hey, from Dak tonight. Hey, Jay, do you think uh, Trayvon Diggs is a good quarter? I think Diggs is good, but he's not great. I think he gets beat a lot. He's all or nothing. He's watched one. Yeah. Well, yeah. If, if there's, I think if you're going to pinpoint last year's. It wasn't he got Trey, destroyed Trey, last year. Well, Trayvon Diggs has elite hands. Great hands, but I don't think – I wouldn't consider him an elite corner. No, if you're going to pinpoint last year's loss on one player, you have to pin it on Diggs. He gave up uh, about a buck sixty to Team. No, but him single-handedly. It wasn't well, even Debo well, beating you. Well, well also, didn't Samuel two. rush for over 100 yards, too, on him? Well, the doubt on Diggs last year. No, on the Cowboys in the playoffs last year. Oh, I don't know. But I, all I remember is Ayuk making Diggs look like he's a guy yeah. that shouldn't even be on a practice squad. Dak, like, it, it was bad. Dak Prescott has made way more winning plays in playoffs than Tony Romo ever did. He's put up better numbers. Dak Prescott is better than Tony Romo. Dallas wins today on the road against the 49ers, even though McCarthy will be this the whole time. We will still win the game. So are me, are me and Jeremy the only ones picking Dallas? I'll pick Dallas. I, I have the What? You're a Dallas fan. <laughs> oh. See, he's not like Brody. He knows what he likes. Right. What? He's not like Brody. Jackson. All right, guys. What? Anything else? Switch up from the Chiefs, man. That's all I'm gonna say. Anything I... else before we close this out? Can I close this? Close it. I really. Hey, thanks, you guys, listeners, listening to Sooner Surge. Uh, before we get off here, I do want to make sure that everyone understands because I've been falsely accused for the entire year to say that I. I can show you text my text. I've never said Porter Moser should be fired. Porter, if you listen to this, I'm not calling for your job. I just want to win some close games, and I think the players and the coaches have fault there. Thanks for listening to Sooner Surge, guys. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, YouTube. YouTube. You got anything else, Jay? Boomer. <laughs> Peace. Dak.